0: It is a joy to share God's word with you. I count it a joy. I I I, it it boggles my mind to understand how God uses people like you and I. We're not perfect, we falter, we fail, but the grace of God, you know the wonderful thing of God? When you study God's people, servants of the Bible, they were not perfect people, they weren't perfect. They had their shortcomings and failures. And this doesn't mean that we we men of God use it as a means, you know, to cover up. No, no. What I'm just simply saying is this. God is so gracious. He's so gracious. Amen. We're going to continue uh, the series uh, from the desk of Dr. Joseph Deolindi, And our topic now is friendship with Jesus. Fellowship divine. Oh, what sweet communion. Jesus is a friend of mine. Let me reiterate that. Friendship with Jesus. Fellowship divine. Oh what sweet communion. Jesus is a friend of mine. And even as I reiterated that, it reminds me of my friend Pastor Glenn Horner. He just loves that old ends. And I also love the old ends. They 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 got meaning to it. Okay, let's begin our study this morning as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ there is a longing within my spirit that no human being can satisfy and that being a close personal friendship with God perhaps you have the same sincere spiritual hunger within you like you I have studied the word of God and sought the face of the lord and as yet it would seem that this incredible hunger and yearning is not satisfied nor quenched it is like a fire within that cannot be quenched it cannot be extinguished this yearning for a gracious and a loving god like so many of god's servants this continual longing and unquenchable desire can only be quenched by God. Just what is it that causes me and so many of God's servants and children of God to cry out consistently to God? I have listened to many renowned tele-evangelists who openly speak of having this unique experience. The alarming fact of me listening to them is that Instead of their so-called experience being a blessing to me and a motivation to me, their so-called experience has filled my spirit with jealousy and resentment. This alarming reaction motivated me to ask God for forgiveness and praise God our Father was true to His word. I was forgiven and consoled. However, not only consoled because of my repentance of my sin of jealousy, but commended and consoled for not approving of the disclosure of the tele-evangelist's personal experience. Just what am I alluding to? I am of the persuasion that all called men of God, gospel ministers long and hunger for intimacy with God that defies the norm. Moses cried out for this unique intimacy and graciously Jehovah gave him but a glimpse of his person. This is the fervent desire of all true gospel ministers the yearning the spiritual desire that god in his glory might appear unto them and speak to them personally god spoke face to face with moses will god speak face to face with you and i no doubt this is a very difficult pertinent question to answer searching the word of god i am of the persuasion this is more than possible. However, if it does ever happen to you and I, then we have not to be like these tele-evangelists and are not being disrespectful to them. And not all of them, though. They disclose to the church and the world their experiences. There's a belief among scholars and theologians that the Apostle Paul, Apostle Paul had a unique experience with God. He was caught up into heaven, and there in the very immediate presence of the Most High God, he received revelations from God that was not beneficial to our spiritual well-being. Listen what the Word of God says. It is not expedient for me, doubtless to glory. I will come to, you, come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I knew a man in Christ about 14 years ago, whether in the body I cannot tell, or whether out of the body I cannot tell. God knoweth, such an one caught up to the third heaven, and I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth how that he was caught up into the paradise and heard unspeakable words, which is not lawful for a man to utter. Of such a one will I glory, yet of myself I will not glory, but in mine infirmities. For though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool, for I will say the truth, but now I forbear, lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be, or that he heareth of me. Unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to above me. Lest I should be exalted above measure. All this is found in Second Corinthians 12, 1 to 7. What was seen and heard could not be communicated. This should be a lesson for all these tele-evangelists and even ourselves. Our personal experience with God is personal, enough for the ears of the body of Christ, and more so not for the world. I have, through this experience of this man and woman of God, still younger and yearn for intimacy with God. However, I have taken my lesson from 2 Corinthians 12, 1-7, and that what I experience is not for disclosure to the body of Christ and the world. God has placed within my spirit the understanding that there's more than enough in his word that he's able to make mankind wise unto salvation. Man needs no more revelations from God. In fact, these revelations just bring confusion as in my case, it moved me to jealousy and thank God by his grace, I repented thereof. By the way, there's no new revelation. Even the word revelation upon revelation, be careful with it rather have illumination. My yearnings for God has not ceased in any way. In fact, they have intensified. However, these yearnings and longings after God are now conditioned and controlled by the word of God. Anything you get that's outside of the word of God, discard it. I would still like personal encounters with God when God speaks to me and His presence overwhelms me. And yet I'm content to have Moses, Job's, and Abraham's experiences. And what the word of God declares in the gospel of John, chapter 15, 12 to 15. Listen to it. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth, I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known to you my cries to God of late are to have a testimony from God that shows forth his confidence and trust in me. For too long, many of us were endeavoring to please our congregation and our communities and sadly, we missed God in the process. Job's testimony was outstanding. God revered and respected his servant Job. And no wonder God proudly and joyously proclaimed. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that fears, the God, fears God and exceweth evil. Job chapter 1 verse 8. How authentic are the holy scriptures, that just shall live by faith. Though this is so true concerning faith, However, let me throw my ticking in the plate. It is one true fact to have faith in God, but it is another true fact for God to have faith in you and I. Job had an, had an awesome testimony with God. It was not so much that Job believed in God. Rather, it was God believing in Job. What a testimony. Let our cry be likened unto Job's testimony with the Lord. Let us as ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ cry to God for this unique spiritual experience. It is one thing when man speaks well of you and I, but it's another thing when God speaks well of you and I. Someone say amen. Amen. A triple bonus today, Ian. I am of the persuasion that God treated Job as his personal friend. I must concur that the word of God does not disclose this. However, my spiritual reason is that God spoke so highly of Job and if and God esteemed him as a friend, therefore. Throughout scripture, God only reveals one man as a friend and that scripture was fulfilled with saith, and Abram believed God and was imputed unto him for righteousness and he was called the friend of God. Throughout the Old and New Testaments, ministers of God are referred to as servants of God my cry and i believe your cry as well almighty men of god is that we progress from the role of servitude to the role of friendship with our god is it possible that we may have friendships experiences with almighty god what does the word of god say about this praise god this is more than likely it's more than possible with god all things are possible it is only for us to meet the criteria And this being, we must love our fellow man and even our enemies. We must love uh, fellow men that God loves. We must live a life of sacrifice. We must love God with all our mind, our soul, our spirit. And we must realize as servants, we will never know the full mind of God. We must constantly hear that our relationship with God will transcend from servanthood to that of friendship with Jesus. Fellowship divine. The imperative question is what will convince us that the wonderful transition has taken place. Our answer is found in the unadulterated word of God. Like God's friend Abraham, we too will become God's confidant. I want to repeat that. Like Abraham, we ought to become God's confidant. God will share his mind, heart and intentions only with his friends. Friends do not withhold their mind and heart and intentions from each other. They are as an open book to each other. There are no secrets between them. This is clearly evident as we contemplate what is disclosed in Genesis chapter eighteen verse seventeen to twenty two With true friendship, there is always trust. What is shared between friends is often confidential, and the mere fact friends share secrets of themselves and even of others. They must never ever disclose it. I've always maintained breaking, let me say this loud and clear, I've always maintained that breaking confidence is actually breaking the friendship. Breaking the confidence of your friends is actually breaking the friendship. What God often says with us about others is not for disclosure. It is but for the reason to uphold them in the arms of prayer. The best kept secrets are with friends. It is not unusual for God to project some of His servants to what the future holds. However, often it is not for the body of Christ and more so for the world to know. I've heard of books written by renowned men and women of God and, may I add, mostly by Americans that disregard the teaching of the Apostle Paul, which is recorded in 2 Corinthians 12, 1-7. Their books are very gripping and of a revelatory nature and unless our spirits are in tune with the author of the word of God, the Holy Spirit, we will be led astray. Several years ago, I listened to an audio tape and later had this the experience on seeing the preaching on TV. This dear televangelist, evangelist I won't mention his name, spoke about his personal experience in heaven and his unique vision of God. The Father, Jesus, the Son of God. The Father and Jesus, the Son of God. He entered his prayer room, and instead of spending his normal time in his daily devotions, he said he found himself spending six hours in the presence of God. He says that King David came to him and took him to heaven in a chariot, and it took but a flash to get to heaven and into the immediate presence of God. And there he spent time with God. He says he actually saw God on his throne, and out of the person of God, out of the glory of God, Jesus came forth. He said he was amazed. And then he asked the stupid question. And he said that. He said so in some. He asked the stupid question. He cried out, Where is the Holy Spirit? The answer he got was that the Holy Spirit was on earth saving souls. My spirit leapt in me. And straight away I knew this man of God was exaggerating his experience. What he said and heard from God supposed to have heard from God, was contrary to Scripture. All three persons of the Trinity are omnipotent, omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. The mere fact, if the Spirit of God was not in heaven, tells me that this man does not know that God, the Spirit of God, is omnipresent. That what makes him to be God. Amen. First and foremost, what this man had experienced was not for the body of Christ. It was a personal experience. The startling fact it had within the experience falsehood. Great lessons can be learned from what I believe was not from God. And that being as a friend, God will never reveal that which is contrary to His word. And furthermore, God through His word has given us instruction from what Paul penned in 2 Corinthians 1-7. Not to disclose secrets from God, and furthermore, if God wants us to share it, we must consult with consult with other men of God for confirmation that one has truly heard from God. There's a principle in the Word of God, and that is to let the prophets speak and let those other prophets who have not spoken judge whether or not the revelation is from God. Let me share another experience. An evangelist had a very successful evangelical service, and several people got saved, but it not. It did not go down well with me. For the mere fact his message message was entirely based on his experience in heaven. No that his heavenly experience was captivated and sadly many people got saved. I am sure you note the word sadly many people got saved. Why do I say this? For the mere fact preachers' personal experience do not grant us the born again experience. We are not saved by people's experiences. We are saved through the death of Jesus Christ. On calvary and the resurrection of jesus uh, conquering death and the grave in closing a true friend of god will never preach outside of the framework of god's word a true friend is a confidant of god and will always honor god's word may god bless you as you watch this video and i suggest to you pray about it share it with your friends and may the goodness of god forever be with you your family Amen, and your church. God bless you. Mrs. D and Ian sends their regards. Amen.